You're listening to the HR Happy Hour Show with hosts Steve Bowes and Trish McFarland. Since 2009, the HR Happy Hour Show has been bringing you thought leaders, workplace and technology experts, academics, and more to take on the most important and interesting topics impacting work, human resources, technology, and the workplace. Learn more and listen to all the show archives at www.hrhappyhour.net. Hey, it's HR Happy Hour Show. My name's Steve Bowes. This is the HR Happy Hour number 247, coming to, uh, recording live in, from San Francisco, one of my favorite places, a beautiful venue uh, in downtown San Francisco at the Greenhouse Open event, which I've had the pleasure to be at for the last couple of days. And that's super exciting. We're going to be talking about Greenhouse and what's going on with recruiting technology in a second. Quick announcement, uh, I want to thank our new sponsor, Virgin Pulse. Uh, Virgin Pulse designs technology that cultivates good lifestyle habits for your employees, configured to complement your culture. The technology and the overall well-being experience they deliver drive superior outcomes for your people and your business. You can learn more about them at www.virginpulse.com. And many, many thanks to our friends at Virgin Pulse for supporting the show. Uh, so Steve's here. No Trish today. Trish has uh, uh, got a conflict, so we miss her. And it's clear the show will be better when she's here. I've, I've learned that over time, but uh, I will do my best to fight through this. But I, I'm lucky that I'm lucky that I have a great guest today. I think who's going to salvage the disaster that we're heading down to is uh, please, please welcome to the HR Happy Hour show, Daniel Che, co-founder and CEO of Greenhouse, and our host here at Greenhouse Open, Daniel. How are you? Good. I'm. I'm feeling great. Thank you. It's. Uh, it's amazing being here at our conference. We've got almost a thousand people. HR nerds, uh, you know, milling around, talking and sharing. It's, uh, it's exciting. Yeah, this is a really interesting event. And yeah, good crowd, too. I noticed that as well, not just from the numbers, but really energetic, kind of excited. Yeah. Uh, some really cool things happening. Uh, and we'll talk about the event a little bit some more. And we'll, but let's, let's just step back a little bit. Tell us a little bit about you. You've got a really great story. I heard yeah. some of it yesterday in, in, in your opening remarks. So tell us a little bit about you, and then let's talk about Greenhouse a little bit. So uh, 20 years ago, I'd be the last person that you would expect to be a recruiter or talking anything about this. I was a programmer. Okay. I was a, and I have an electrical engineering degree. And, uh, you know, the joke about engineers is that how do you tell an outgoing engineer? It's that they stare at your shoes when they're talking, <laughs> right? So that's kind of like my background. Uh, but I've been an entrepreneur for a long time. Okay. And as I started uh, running and building my own teams... I was, I think, very fortunate to be put in the position where I had to learn how to recruit in order to build my company. So I was faced with some very unique and difficult recruiting challenges early on when I didn't know any better. Okay. And so I think a lot of, uh, you know, know, where I was able to kind of come at this from was from an almost naive position of like, well, I've never done this before, but I'm just kind of like an engineering mindset and kind of like I'm trying to run my business so I can sort of figure it out. Okay. And so through that experience... But how hard could it be, right? Was that some of it too? Like, I can figure this out. I can do anything. I wish that was what I said. <laughs> Actually, what I realized was, um, you know, I need to hire amazing people. Right. And I need to do it every time or else my business is going to fail. So I built a... I, to back up, like, I was running this consulting company or a software business. Okay. And in consulting, you don't have to be very smart to realize quickly that without great people, you'll die. Sure. Right. In other kinds of businesses, like that takes yeah. a little bit of insight, right? right. And a little right. bit of fore- forethought. But for a consultant, yeah, maybe a great product can carry some just right. so 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 people for a while. It's right? like a little yeah. more indirect, like yeah. the relationship. But when your people are billable, 
and the clients either right. will or won't pay for them. <laughs> right. Like it's like it really doesn't take too many turns of the crank to like learn that lesson, right? So very early on, I had this incredible problem that I had to get these people that were super technical, that could understand finance, that could be client friendly. Um, and that all of our customers that were richer than us and bigger than us wanted to also hire. Right. And so I couldn't do the things that they were doing. I couldn't just do like the normal recruiter stuff. Um, so no, I didn't come into thinking, oh, this is so easy. I got this. I went in thinking like, how does anyone hire anyone? <laughs> right. right. Kind of like everyone does. Um, but uh, it was kind of do or die. Yeah. It wasn't a it wasn't a paperwork problem. If oh, you know, I didn't think of it as like administrative, you know, issue. To me, this was like if I could get the people. We could do all the work in the world and we could build a big company. And if we couldn't get the people who were dead, we ought to go home. So that was kind of like – that was a big trial by fire for me as a, as a, you know, a, a young entrepreneur. And what I realized was the kind of key to unlocking that, that success was by being much more structured and much more disciplined in how we hired. So we thought of it as like a manufacturing okay. process, right? And if you look at great companies that, that you know, do a great job at hiring, a lot of what they do is really around having a kind of a process and a discipline – uh, that lets them easily understand like what's happening that's working well, what's happening that right. isn't working well, and secondly, that gives everyone in the company, not just like the recruiting people, but all the folks that have to collaborate, your interviewers, your hiring managers, it gives them the, the tools and kind of capability to do a good job as well because we like to joke, recruiting is a team sport, but half the team doesn't know how to play. Right. <laughs> and so you right. have to bring them along as well. So I did a lot of that in my own, in my own life, and, and, and that was what I think informed a lot of my perspective at Greenhouse. Yeah, so making that leap, right, to saying, I, you know, an entrepreneur trying to find the best people for your company, yeah. uh, I'd imagine you ran into some challenges that were technical in nature with whatever tools you had access to or you decided to leverage in your own trials and tribulations with recruiting people. So how do you sort of make that pivot to say, you know what, I think I thought about this a lot, we've done it a lot. I think there's a better way to do this, and let's maybe build something to support people in doing. This. Yeah. So, I, so two parts to that question. I think when I was, you know, learning these lessons in my last in my last position, I, I ultimately I ran global HR. I should say I ran global HR and recruiting for my company. So I did all of broader talent management okay. and legal and compliance as well as talent acquisition. Uh, but in in my role doing that, I never really thought about it as a software tools kind of issue none of the tools that were out there and this is now already 10 years ago but like none of it really seemed relevant to the types of problems i was trying to solve and i think that's part of the story here is like there was ats's but i didn't really feel like i needed one okay it wasn't like i we were a software company like i could put resumes you know on a computer like by myself you weren't doing ten thousand new hires we were hiring but like it didn't matter i don't know you put the resumes in the computer and they're there when you need them like who cares right that wasn't the hard part of what i was trying to do and the hard part of what i was trying to do was all people stuff and so when I, you know, fast forward the clock now, it's like, okay, we're, we're going to start Greenhouse. In the conversations I had with the market and trying to understand, like, what did we have to, to offer that, that people would, would value? Um, you know, I heard this paradox. I heard people saying over and over and over again, like everyone hears, that people are our number one asset, right? <laughs> right. Everyone yeah, says yeah, that, yeah, yeah, right? Sure. Um, that, uh, you know... Um, uh, you know, if we can get the right people, like that's our that's our top yeah. priority. That's All in the things. corporate vision statement, boilerplate that and, every company gets, right? And, right. And, and, and right, and you're kind of not you're kind of like a, a joker these days if if you don't say that in yeah. C suite, right? Yeah. But no one's doing it, so like they're all saying it, um, which I think is new. I don't think. 30 years ago they all said that, right? right. I think pre Google, pre Microsoft, like in the you know in the prior era. Yeah, heavy think, industrial age kind of, right? Yeah, I mean, I think people, you know, I think, I think the idea that people are important is, is somewhat of a new idea. And so, but I think the fact is like, well, why aren't they, why aren't they actually doing it? Um, 
is a reflection of how new this, this, this dynamic still is. That like everyone gets that it's important already. Like that's kind of like the new realization I've had, but they haven't yet figured out how to right. do it. And so what was shocking to me as I went on this kind of entrepreneurial journey of discovery, like what's greenhouse going to become and what, what, what can we do that, that's going to be valuable, is just how different what I had done was because okay. I just I'm just some guy right I'm just a kid from the Midwest and like if I can do this like why is everyone doing this but I would hear stories of leaders who had just finished telling me that people are their most important problem and if there's one thing they could fix it would be recruiting their whole company and then you listen to stories of how they're doing it right and you're like what <laughs> like how is that going to work and so I just thought you know people are dying for a better way to do this they really do think it's important but they don't have the tools to get there. And so as Greenhouse, like we kind of set out to say, okay, if we can fix that core problem for people, if we can make it not so unusual mm-hmm. for a company to be like reasonably okay at recruiting, right. like that's a huge win and we can actually like, um, we can make a lot of hay off that. Yeah, I've, I've always felt like, and I could be wrong on this, but I always felt like like the bar between kind of being not too good at it and being pretty good at it, it's, it's a fairly small leap. Like the, but I felt like there was always just a few things we could do and we could get so much better. We could, we could drive so much incremental improvement by just doing a few things yeah. just, you know, more efficiently or smarter or more, as you said, more disciplined perhaps. You know, I hear a lot of people uh, in my line of work, uh, as I'm sure you do as well, talking about innovation mm-hmm. and disruption. And these are like great words that vendors yeah. love to talk about. Hey, you know, what we're doing is super innovative or we're doing is super disruptive. I like to talk about your greenhouse like, we're not trying to reinvent the wheel here. What we're trying to do is implement the wheel. Like, there's, <laughs> right. like okay. dude, there's wheels. Like, use yeah. them. Yeah. And, the um, wheel has been available for some like, time now. Right? It's like, yeah. you look at companies, like, the ways that they're failing, it's like, I'll give you a couple examples, right? Okay. Because it's kind of an abstract, you know, conversation so far. Uh, what's a couple things that companies all over the world know that they need to do, but don't, right? So one thing... Stop me if this gets too hard for you to understand. No, I'm going to try. I'll try okay, to keep this up. This is going to get deep. This is where we need trash, but I'll try to keep up. What if, and I'm just spitballing here, what if we wrote down our questions ahead of time, and then we asked those questions to candidates, and then we wrote down the answers? That's a good one. What do you think? Yes, that would be, I, I follow you, and it would be great to maybe ask each candidate the same The same one, questions. Same questions. Right. That'd be great. Isn't that crazy? Most companies don't do that. Yeah. If you do that today, you are in the top 10%. Yeah. Right? Um... What and if, think about which questions are the right ones to actually even ask right. in the first place, right? That's yeah. right. Um, whoa. Whoa, yeah, no, <laughs> yeah. that was maybe another okay. leap. Okay, Easy let's, there, let's step back. No, but, like, yeah. but like, that's the type of stuff. And I don't mean to be, uh, I don't mean to be dismissive. Sure. Um, I think um, you know, there's, there's real reasons why that isn't happening in organizations. It's hard stuff to get done. I get it. I, I, I it's agree often with that. not the um, priority of the folks you're asking to do it, right? These hiring managers, these team leads, right? It's right. depending I mean, on the organization. I mean, if you think about it, right, like we, we've set out as a company, as Greenhouse, on this mission to change how people recruit, i.e. change how they act, yeah. right? And very, very... Um, Early in the company, we realized that that's our actually number one most difficult part. The hardest thing we're trying to do as an organization is behavior change on a large scale. Behavior change is hard. Mm -hmm. It's hard to get people to do different things than they're doing in the past for a whole lot of very understandable reasons. And so a lot of what we try to do, and I'm kind of like, you know, kind of making it sound it's so simple to do, is getting them to do it is the hard part. And so that's a lot of what we try to spend our time as a company, both in terms of like our product also in terms of just like the larger picture of how we relate to our customers and to the and to the market is really around trying to foster and drive that overall behavior change of which like the product is a piece yeah yeah let me do a quick reset this is hr happy hour my name is steve bose i'm with dan shay ceo co-founder of greenhouse we're at the greenhouse open event 
in San Francisco, lovely San Francisco. Sunny day today, really nice. Uh, it's great to be out here. The um, and we're talking about recruiting. We're talking about a little bit about technology. And here's a, I, I, here's a sort of the second thing I wanted to talk about today a little bit. Well, actually, maybe the second of three things. I, I think you mentioned yesterday, or someone mentioned yesterday, there might be something like three hundred solutions out there, or some number. There's some really high number of recruiting technologies in existence in the world, and, and I guess I probably knew that, or knew there was many of them, but I didn't really, I haven't thought about that in a while, and I, I'm sort of wondering, like, what, what that might suggest about sort of the state of recruitment technology. A, that this is not really a place to wade into, <laughs> right, because there's so many of them, or B, it's exactly the right place to wade into, because by the nature of there being that many of them, it means there aren't many, very many of them that are very good, yeah. if you follow me. Like, they haven't really helped crack that nut and solve these problems. I don't know what you, what you sort of came into the space. Greenhouse has only been around a couple years. Did you see that and say, well, there's 300 of these? This is, this is a great place for me to dive into? Um, here's what I'll say. So that, where that number came from is like, well, we already had the idea. Now we're like trying to raise like some investor money. Okay. And so you have to make this like investor deck. And part of everyone's investor deck is you talk about the competition, which frankly like really wasn't part of our thinking. <laughs> right. Didn't really seem to matter to me. Um, uh, and, 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 and wasn't really like anything that we considered before we started the company. And yet here we were. We had to, we had to make this argument to like someone who's going to invest in the business. Like we're going to win in this big industry. And so I like went to Google and I typed in like applicant tracking software. And you literally like I stopped counting. Yeah. After I like I was like oh I'm going to make a spreadsheet of like the ten of them and I'll put a little thing of like the check boxes that you know green and red and make yeah, us look really yeah. good. We're better but, than this. Right. Yeah. But it's like no, there's like hundreds and hundreds of these things and you literally we literally stopped counting because like, this is pointless. So what I'll say is after we looked at that. You know, at first it, 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 it caused me to sort of pause and be like, whoa, are we, are we wading into an unsolvable yeah. problem here? Uh, but what I'll say is kind of two things that, that occurred to us that, that gave us a lot of confidence in what we're doing. Number one is despite all that, uh, clearly the problem wasn't solved. Yeah, so that's for sure. Right. right. I don't think what we were saying was, man, like, yeah, interviewing and hiring are like getting better by the day and if we just sit here and watch like all these other guys are going to solve it like yeah. that obviously wasn't happening yeah. and everybody knew it um so the existence of all these other providers or vendors or ats is like it didn't really seem that that mattered because they weren't fixing the problem anyway and the second thing was as we started to look at how they worked and what they were about what we realized was it's not that we're so smart mm-hmm. it's not that i have programmers that can program buttons that the other guys programmers can't program also it's that they weren't trying to solve the same problem, mm-hmm. right? So you'd go to an applicant tracking system website, and right there on the homepage, it would say, take the hassle out of hiring. It would say, recruiting is this distraction. It's a lot of paperwork, it's super messy, and it gets in the way of your business. Yeah. We're going to get rid of it and make it so easy. You don't have to pay, pay attention to all this boring stuff. You can get back to what matters. Kind of abstracting it to the point like where you talk about payroll. Because yeah. that's the same argument we make when we try to solve a payroll system. It's kind of true on the payroll side. That's right. Not so true on yeah. the recruiting side. I like saying, you know, I don't know how to be kick-ass at payroll. Yeah. Right? You either... Well, it can't differentiate you. That's right. I mean, like, so it, yeah, you need, to be, you need to be really good at it, right. but no one will stay at your company or choose to join your company because of your excellence <laughs> right. in payroll. Right. It's like, you know, you can... And there's no knock on my payroll friends. I love payroll oh, people. Oh, I mean... My best friends are in payroll. Sorry. When you're solving payroll problems, you're solving different kind of problems. Yeah. This. That's, I guess, what I would say. And, like, you solve them and you solve them well and that's it. And you've done it. Now you, now you run payroll, right? Um, but with recruiting, like, it's not a hassle. It's not something that you're supposed to be dispatched with. And we came out and said something very different than anyone had ever said. We said recruiting is extremely hard. It's critically important. And if you don't get good at it, you're going to lose. 
if you're going to get good at it, you have to do stuff differently. Here's the stuff. Yeah. And no one had really said that before. So while there's a category of applicant tracking software and we exist in that category because that's like how you wire yourself into the organization. Yeah. yeah. We're trying to do something I think very different than what had been done in that in the past. Yeah. Uh, so this kind of takes me into like the third part of what I wanted to talk about today, and I think this is really interesting. And, and I hate to think things are only interesting because I've, I've been thinking about them too, but <laughs> it's my show, and so if I think it's interesting, it must be interesting. Absolutely. To, to if you don't think it's interesting, start your own show. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we are going to – I didn't even make the announcement. we got some very exciting things coming at the HR Happy Hour, some new shows coming. It's a lot of things, big, big stuff going on. We'll have to talk about that later. But So – uh, you, when we're talking about the products, right? Yes. Talking about, you know, as you mentioned, anybody can sort of program the button and then the next button, and the next button. And so, I've been thinking about this a lot, and I just wrote about it recently as well. That that for for folks who are thinking about software for uh, human resources processing, recruiting, any of them really, even the payroll processing, quite frankly. Although payroll, it's probably not a super as great an argument for payroll, but certainly on the on the whole talent side of the equation. That when you're when you're thinking about uh, technology for your organization, whether acquiring new technology or replacing technology, I made it like an argument that it shouldn't be about the software, it shouldn't be about the technology, but rather you should put much more weight and emphasis on your provider or your potential provider's vision of these processes, their vision of the future, their vision of where work is going, and how that and how the two of you potentially are going to find your way there. So it seems to me. You know, maybe you'll describe it differently from a greenhouse approach, but it seems to me that at least you think a little bit about that as well. You're not necessarily chasing buttons and chasing features and making that argument, say, in the market. Yeah, I think that's right. I mean, I think, uh, well, for one thing, we're still a very new product. So if you look at greenhouse today and you consider the set of buttons and links that it has inside of it as all you're getting, you're missing out, right? Because we're just getting started. And it's a subscription software model. It's right. a SaaS you know, you buy an annual subscription and you use it and then you like re-up next year, uh, it's going to be different. We're investing millions of dollars in R&D every year. Right. So there's new stuff that you're going to get. And right. so you have to think about this question, Steve, is like, where is it going? And what is the vendor trying to accomplish that they maybe haven't? Because I have no illusion that our competitors any more than ourselves has like done everything they're trying to do. Yeah. Clearly, they're going to build new stuff next year and we're going to build new stuff next year. And understanding what the vendor is trying to accomplish, I think, to your point, tells you a lot about um, about what they're trying to do. I think the best way to get there, and one thing that I see really smart buyers trying to do, is what do their happiest, most successful customers say about mm-hmm. the relationship? Because often what you hear is very, very different. What did you like about that product, or what's great about working with that vendor? Uh, and you hear very different things. And I think what our customers say, above and beyond anything else, when you talk to our happiest, most successful customers, you say, Greenhouse helped us change the way we work, yeah. which is exactly the thing we're trying to do. And so do we have all the software? Do we have all the answers yet? No, right? But generally speaking, like if you're, if you're successful on Greenhouse and you have a vision of where you're trying to get to, Greenhouse is the kind of thing that helps you get there. And that's a different thing than you hear others, happy, successful customers say. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and a different sort of discussion that you're having too when... Um, and, and some of this, I think, too, might, might come from the fact that you're out here in San Francisco, you've kind of um, had a lot of success with many similar companies, right, in the tech space, growing startups, just like you guys are, uh, uh, who sort of really appreciate the importance of recruiting. So when you're going from 50 employees, 50 employees to 150 employees in one year, okay, that you've hired yeah. 100 people. Yeah. 
that's not the way that you, you've tripled the size of your company yeah. Yeah. in a really short time. So, so the emphasis on, hey, we need to get better at yeah. this, it definitely seems to take hold in, in a place like this, right? Yeah, I think, that's, I think that's true, although I think it's a mistake to assume that uh, recruiting is, is mostly a startup issue. Mm-hmm. I actually think, in many ways, the more of a established and kind of a large organization that you are, the more relevant it is. Because, yeah, if you're a startup in the Bay Area that's hiring engineers as fast as you can, that's a challenge. There's sure. a lot of people competing for those folks. They command a high salary. Um, and uh, they're inundated by others uh, trying to hire them. So, sure, it's, it's quite competitive. But on the other hand, you're very focused on it. All your people know it's important. You can all kind of row in the same direction. You can get lots of resources from right. the company to try to do it. If you're a manufacturing company right. in the middle of the country, that's not the case, yeah. right? You're playing a different game, and it's in some ways harder because no one in the organization is as laser-focused on it. Um, but it's still important. Still the difference between a great company today is the people. And, and, it's, and it's hard to hire truck drivers. It's hard to hire nurses everywhere, right? right? So there's, there's a lot of job categories beyond, you know, the, the, the typical, the one that I sort of brought up five seconds ago, this typical, oh, you know, startup and technology company trying to hire the same engineer that every other company in the area is trying to hire, which, is, yeah, as you said, is a problem, but certainly not the only problem. And, and honestly, for long term, and you guys are growing tremendously, and you can talk maybe a little bit about how you're sort of expanding out of the Bay Area to some extent, yeah. but... Um, it's a problem that's faced by a very small subset of companies, right, in the world, right? There, there's a lot of companies out here. There's a lot more companies in the yeah. rest of the country. Most the of the, the people in the world yeah. aren't hyper yeah. startups, yeah. right? Right. And so it was actually kind of interesting when I when I first started Greenhouse was, you know, my background in New York and, and working on Wall Street, uh, I really didn't have that perspective of Bay Area hyper growth companies. Right. I mean, you read about the paper, but it wasn't really my reality. The first time I ever came out here was actually to fundraise. Okay. And I went down in Palo Alto and I, and I pitched one of our investors who's now, uh, who, who's, who actually ended up leading our Series A. Um, and, 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 and he said to me, like, come on, Dan, like, this thing about hiring, you know, I think it was a bit of a straw man he put up. He was right. like, hey, like, isn't this just a Bay Area thing? Do real companies care about this? And I said, I have no idea if people in the Bay Area want this. Like, I've <laughs> never been to Palo Alto before. I just got here. Yeah, you know, yeah. I just got here. <laughs> but I can tell you that I've spent a lot of time in interview rooms on Wall Street, and they definitely need this stuff. Yeah. Uh, I've seen how it happens. I was talking to the CEO of a luxury uh, goods company. You know, they make uh, uh, fancy watches and, okay. and handbags and things. And so they have shops all over the country. And he said, you know, if you think about it, we have a store manager. That store manager might be 28 or 30 years old, running one of our stores, doing six, seven, eight, ten million million of business a year. Wow. Right. So it's like, here's this person with, like, only so much training. Right. And only so much support, and they're basically running a ten million dollar a year business. Yeah. That's a hard job, and so being a retail store manager in a big, like, you know, luxury goods company, it's not a it's not a high tech right. job, but everyone matters. And the difference between a great store manager and a lousy store manager directly to the bottom line: employee turnover, uh, sales, right. uh, customer, satisfaction, customer satisfaction, right. repeat yeah. business. All these stuff have huge impact and huge swing, and so they really, really focus on getting every hire right and giving those people all the support they need. So, I mean, I, I don't know. I think most businesses, like I said at the outset, uh, most businesses have come around to the view that people really do matter and that the difference between a great company and a bad is largely about the people and the people practices around those. And so it's just really about helping them get there, and it's less about, like, it's just, like, a, a small a small slice of folks. Yeah, and, and would you say, I mean, now you're working with... I don't know the exact number. It, it's it's 
thousands, let's say it that way, right? You're working with thousands of organizations in, in a short time, which is amazing. But uh, do you think that, uh, are you seeing with your customers and the ones you're really helping and the ones, if you, if, if you the, the real success stories that come yeah. to mind as you think about it, it are they kind of common? Are the things that, that companies are doing uh, to transform these processes and achieve success and get better at recruiting, maybe get great at recruiting? Or, or is there one or two things that, well, you mentioned interviewing and structured interviewing. Is there one or two other things that you say, like, these are the things that I hear again and again that we're helping people do in solving these problems? I would say the number one factor is actually desire. Okay. The number one thing when you talk to a customer that really has a great outcome is they've made the commitment, they've made the decision as a company that being great at hiring is something they want to do. Right? Because without that, you really can't get anywhere. Secondly is... They start to develop internally like a vision of okay. what that looks like. They have a point of view that, oh, in order to get great at hiring, like we need to have a better idea about where our good candidates come from. We need to have like really good interviews that impress our candidates so they think we're doing you know, a good job assessing right. them and we can make fast decisions and we generate evidence. Um, so they kind of develop that, that vision, but it has to come after first a desire, like a commitment to change. Okay. Um, if they do those couple things, then it's just a, like a little bit of like, okay, how do you execute? How do you get there? Right. And we can help with that. Right. But if they're not committed to doing it in the first place, and we've had this happen where like people go, oh, I heard Greenhouse is really cool. I've heard it's really easy to use or it's really pretty or it's really popular. Right. Let's check it out. And they come look at the product and they go like, oh, I don't know if that's right for us, right? It's like, ooh, you mean to say we have to like plan ahead before we make a hire? <laughs> you know? Like, right. Uh, is that really something we, we want to do? And, and, and until they decide that, like, yeah, recruiting is competitive, we're going to try as a company to get really good at it, the things that we're doing don't always still resonate with them. And once they do, it's like, oh, my God, you guys have cracked the code. So it's a real split there between, you know, I would say more than anything, you know, have they actually articulated a desire or a dissatisfaction with, with, with failure and they want to do something about it? You know, I love this, again, because we're not, again, we're talking about how software can help how software can support, right? So if you have that desire, if you have that vision, and we figured out some ways to help you uh, articulate that vision in ways that we know you can be successful with or we expect you can be successful with, and, and we're here to figure it out along there with you, right? And, and, and we're not talking about, well... Okay, there's a you know we figured out how to get your jobs on Snapchat right with a button. But right. someone's going to figure out how to do that. That's, that's right. Probably, maybe that's even a thing. Maybe yeah. you guys do that. I have no idea. But someone's going to figure that out, and then like 17 other companies of the 300 are going to spend three months trying to get yeah. that button too. Yeah. And and I think that's kind of a yeah. silly kind of ultimately silly kind of uh, uh, outcome. That's right. Hey, real quick, uh, Daniel. Uh, we're at uh, real quick. Last uh, sort of uh, looking outside again, making sure it's still beautiful in San Francisco. We're with Dan Shape from Greenhouse. Uh, by the way, super time at this event, so thanks in advance for having me out here and being a part of it, letting me be a part of the show and the HR Happy Hour be here. Uh, real quick, just so where do things are headed? Let's let's uh, let's, let's kind of crystal ball for for a second. You know, year, two years, five years. Do you think hiring is going to continue to be challenging? So we're doing a panel at HR Tech I mentioned before the show. I've got a panel coming up at HR Tech that I just decided, because I got mad at something. I read, I read a statistic that said, and I'm, I'm filibustering a little bit, so bear with me, Dan. Um, I saw another statistic that came out and said, uh, time to fill is at the all-time high. Like It, br- it br- busted through the latest all-time high. Now at, at the, the newest all-time high of number of days to fill an average position across the country, right? A very, very generalized, huge, huge number, but still. And I thought, gee whiz, you know. And I'm thinking, when was like the first online job board founded? 1992 or whatever it was, right? So I, we, the, the pitch for the, the session was 25 years, 10, tens of billions of dollars thrown at 
technology for fixing hiring, and yet hiring still sucks. Yeah. So with that preamble state, yeah. you know, kind of said, w yeah. what are your thoughts on that and sort of where you think it's going and yeah. how it could get better? Yeah, I mean, I think, uh, well, first, like, I don't know that time to fill is like the needle that we're all yeah, trying to Yeah, that's just right? what, that was my catalyst. Yeah, no, no, but I, I mean, that. I think yeah. that actually underscores part of the problem is like, people are still really developing the vocabulary to understand what does it mean to make it be successful in the first place. Ultimately, if you go back to those people I talked about earlier and say, when you say people are your most important asset, what does that mean? And if you could trade a week to get a better hire, would you? They all would say right. yes. Right. Right? Yeah. The thing that matters is getting the right people doing the right jobs. It's not the time to fill. It's not how much it costs. In fact, I saw a study recently um, that looked at uh, companies that are more successful, more mature in their hiring practices and what they spend. Okay. And what you find is that the more mature a company is in its hiring practices, the more successful it is at hiring, the more it spends. Okay. And that the most successful companies typically are spending about twice as much per hire as the least successful. So I actually think in, in a lot of ways it's a problem of underinvestment. And the underinvestment is very understandable because if you're an executive and your recruiting team is sitting there not succeeding and you say to them, how can I help you? What can we do to do a better job at this? There's no... There's no great answer to that. Yeah. They don't actually have that formula worked out. And so it's like, should I just double down and spend like 10 times as much money right. on job ads? Yeah, do like, more ads. Probably right. not the solution, yeah. right? Um, but what is the solution and kind of how do you get there? So that's really what I think collectively as a movement, Greenhouse and our customers and people like us are working on. And so where is it headed? I think the good news is that that movement is already underway. It's definitely happening. It's definitely not evenly distributed. Right. Uh, to to steal a the phrase. The future will arrive. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Different intervals. That's right. Across the world. Um, but you're seeing it, right? You're yeah. seeing these like what we're calling these new people teams. These folks that have said, you know, HR is not enough. We have to be a strategic driver of the business, and we have to help uh, solve business problems uh, by being smart and using numbers and competitive strategy. And that's a very new way of thinking. It's not quite not quite worked out yet. But the more that happens, I think that, you know, finally, like. When you ask me, like, when am I going to retire? <laughs> like, I want to sit on my front porch with my corncob pipe and my rocking chair and be like, you know what? Most companies are, like, pretty okay at hiring. Yeah. Like, that's a huge uh, outcome, and I think we're, like, a long way away from that. I, I actually am curious if I have the same vision for my retirement. Yeah. Say pipe. I just want it to be, like, the Knicks to have won the championship. Okay. Before, before then, I'll, then I'll be satisfied. That's Fair kind enough. of... Which I have very little influence over, but yeah. uh, you may not ever get. Uh, no, you, know, you, 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 you have a better chance. Corn you have a better chance yeah. of fixing I'll hiring. Take, I I'll think. take the over on yours. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, hey, this has been super fun. We got. I need to let you get back to your conference and your customers. Thank so you. So, thank you very much for uh, Dan Shea from Greenhouse for sitting down with us and for hosting us at the HR uh, at the Greenhouse Open, having the HR Happy Hour show be here. Uh, to learn more about Greenhouse website, greenhouse.io, greenhouse.io. I, I I looked this up beforehand, so I didn't. You must get the .com, right? People just spit that out. We got to figure out how. Never. To, greenhouse.io. We got, we got to again. figure out how to acquire that. Now so you have to forget, say, forget the .com. It's now I have to say greenhouse.io. Greenhouse Lots of really cool stuff on there, by the way. A lot of great like case studies, content, webinars, uh, really, really good stuff there. So check that out. Uh, so many thanks, Dan. Again, uh, many thanks to our, our friends at Virgin Pulse. Check them out at virginpulse.com. Thanks to Trish. We'll see you next time. And that's it from the HR Happy Hour Show. Uh, thanks so much for joining us. Super exciting announcements coming up. Uh, so stay tuned for those. Uh, subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, anything, you, any podcast app. Just search for HR Happy Hour. Make sure you add us and never miss a show. So thanks again, and we'll see you next time from the HR Happy Hour Show. Thanks for listening to the HR Happy Hour Show, your source for information and conversation on work, the workplace, technology, and more. 
Learn more and listen to all the show archives at www.hrhappyhour.net.